Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Our scripture this morning comes from the 13th chapter of Paul's letter to the church at Rome. Romans chapter 13, uh, verse 8 through 14. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law, the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. This is the word of the Lord. The sermon title this week, I think it made it in the bulletin. It did. What's love got to do with it is a nod to that Tina Turner hit. She didn't write it, but she sang it. Remember the song? What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? You know, Tina Turner, that made it number one. She was the oldest woman in the history of the Billboard charts to reach number one, to have a number one song. She was the oldest woman to do so. She was 44 years old. (laughs) Old woman. She was an old woman. The Apostle Paul reminds us that love fulfills all law, all commandments. Jesus would say that love is singularly important. When asked, what's the greatest commandment of all? He said, help me. To love the, Lord. the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second is like the first. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. So let me be clear here. Love is not the answer. Did you hear me? Jesus is not saying it is. Love is not the answer. Love is not the answer. Loving is the answer. Putting that noun and and making it a verb, that's the answer. Expressing love, sending love, bearing love, that's the answer. Love by itself is not the answer. Practicing love is the answer. The practice of love is the answer. Putting the ideas and the ideals of love into gear. That's the answer. Reaching out with kindness and hospitality and welcome and attentiveness and joy and care. 
That's the answer. Love, love God, love neighbor, love self. Talking about love, it's not the answer. And that's what I do professionally. And I've said to you from, well, not from this pulpit, but from the one upstairs that love is the answer. I'm wrong. I was wrong. Love is not the answer. Loving is the answer. This is why Amos was so upset with, with the Hebrew community because they talked about love so well. They sang about love. They made generous offerings to God, but they did not, in fact, love. And this is why Amos was livid. Let love rush down like, like foaming waters. But your festivals, your, your songs, I despise them, the prophet said. And the reason he despised it is because what they talked about and what they did was such a great disconnect. Love is not the answer. Loving is. Loving is the answer. Paul puts a pretty fine point on it in the 12th chapter of Romans. We shared that as an affirmation of faith last week. You remember. Joe, help me out here. Um, Paul paints a picture of what love looks like. Uh, imagine, imagine Tina Turner up here talking to you right now. Let love be genuine, Paul says. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in showing zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, Never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil. But overcome evil with good. Love is not the answer. But loving one another is the answer. Loving God, loving self, loving neighbor is the answer. Ebo Patel spoke at the university a few years ago, and many of us came out to that lecture. It was a, a lovely uh, lecture. In his new book called We Need to Build, he writes about the city of Mostar in Bosnia-Herzegovina, in which the fire departments are manned by different religious communities. When the Muslim home is burning, the Catholic fire department does not respond, and vice versa, and vice versa. That's not what happens here in this country. Our firefighters respond to any and all calls. They came out in four minutes when we called them to uh, rescue the Jameses who broke our elevator last <laughs> week. <laughs> they came right out. They were here immediately. They didn't ask, what church are you coming from? You're not from the mosque, are you, or, or from, the, uh, uh, from the, the temple? Uh, you're not from the synagogue? You're not, you're not Baptist, are you? Oh, you're Presbyterian. Of course we'll come. No, they didn't say any of that. They said, where are you at? Be calm. We're on our way. 
But I do wonder, and I don't think we're heading to that place that Ebo Patel talks about. I hope we aren't anyway. But I do wonder, I do worry. Sometimes I do wring my hands as the Fox News people and the CNN people face off against one another. I wonder sometimes if we aren't becoming more and, uh, more, and more divided as a people. When we hold our views tighter and tighter, when we hold our theology and our politics tighter and tighter, we have less strength to hold on to one another. The idea of love is not the answer. Practicing this love is the answer. Could it be that the places in which we are most divided are the very places we need to pour our ardent attention and love. How did Paul put it? Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. We build community by being community. This has been a week of upsets and of changes. There are many things to which we must adjust. The baptism that was scheduled today, it was scheduled twice, had to be canceled again. Had to be canceled again because little Violet and mom and dad um, uh, are sick. Kate and Bill are at home sick, and so are grandparents. So we're going to schedule this baptism again. And I think by the time little baby Violet, who I suppose is walking now, <laughs> I, I suppose before she goes to graduate school, she'll be baptized. That's an eager adjustment and a simple adjustment we make. And I hope you all are watching at home. We can't wait to welcome you. Um, today we should be in our sanctuary upstairs, but Sunday morning the elevator broke. Sunday evening our beloved Bill Mitchell died. I would rather be looking at him upstairs. He sat right over there with Pat in worship on his regular pew. Now he is here mightily in spirit. And we surround Pat with our prayers. Where are you, Pat? Where did you go? There you are, sister. You're sitting right where he would be sitting right now. You're sitting right where he would be sitting. And we... Right on. Okay, okay. I'm not sure what would happen if somebody sat in Pat's pew. I'm not sure what would happen. <laughs> but we grieve that loss, and we're going to have to adjust to it. And we will, we will, but it comes with some work and some prayer and some tears. We are recovering from fires and from hurricanes. Battle lines are recklessly being drawn for varying upcoming elections. Our children are having a hard time catching up from all the classes they missed during pandemic. Many of them are experiencing what it feels like. Many of our youngest children, now in third and fourth and fifth grade, are learning what it feels like to be left behind due to no fault of their own. They didn't have internet at home. They didn't have parents who could sit with them at home for all those studies. And now, how are we going to catch up? We will somehow. I don't know how, but it's difficult. Some people we love are slowing down. Many of us are grieving losses, and some of us are staring down anxious uncertainty. 
on Saturday, in six days, our son is getting married. Changes. Some of them good, some of them easy, some of them more difficult, right? Amen, he's going to get married. Can you believe it? It wasn't long ago that we were changing his diaper. I hope you're watching, Ben. You are a messy child. Changes. Some are good. Some are a little scary. Some of them we, we don't know quite how we're going to land on our feet. We, we will, we think, but we just aren't sure. How are we going to get through it? How are we going to get through it? We're going to get through it by loving one another. We're going to love the world. We're going to find tangible ways to put God's love into action. What's love got to do with it? Everything. Everything. To God be all glory and honor forever and ever. Let us pray. Holy God, bless us to be a blessing and help us by your grace to love others and to love ourselves, not with just our words, but with our blood and our sweat and our tears. We ask it in the name of Jesus the Christ and the people of God together say, Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.